Hello, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing Play Create Teaching Tips, and today I'm sharing 10 back to school activities. Let's get started. Activity number one. I like to have a different song for each grade level to sing hello at the beginning of class. I also echo sing their names. This is especially helpful at the beginning of the year, which helps me learn all of their names and they learn each other's names. Every time the kindergartners came in, we did this song and this was the one I used on the very first day they came into class. And many of the children hadn't done any singing and movement type activities. And so this was something new for them. Some of them were shy and they would just kind of watch but I could walk around the room and look at them and clap my hands with them and nod my head and pat my knees and then the ones that had done things like this they joined me and they were so happy to be singing and moving so I encourage you to find a song that works well for you these are available in the sing play create store so check them out but find one that really resonates with you and that's tailor-made especially just for those kindergarten uh, students they will really love it and by the end of the school year, they will be begging to sing this song every class time. But the tip that I'm giving you for this video is to include some body percussion with it. It could be as simple as having a special rhythmic pattern that you play at the end of the song that you already use. The important thing is to give everyone something to do with their hands. I like to have them do a body percussion pattern while they're singing. Of course, kindergartens, it might just be marching while they're singing, but as you get in the upper grades, you can make it more complicated and you can have them help you with it or you can teach it to them and use it on the very first day. You can make it part of your activity. The reason this is such an important teaching tool and strategy is because you're asking your students to watch you, listen, and copy your actions. So instead of me saying, I always want you to watch me. I always want you to listen to me. I always want you to copy me. You can teach them how to do those things using this activity just come up with one pattern. You can use it for all of the grades to get you started. And then as the year goes, you can take it where it goes. Activity number two. I like to have kids play name games at the beginning of the school year. So we've learned a hello song and I echo sing their names. And then especially with kindergarten and first grade, I like to play a name game. And the game that I have is called Johnny Plays the Drum Beat. I put a big drum in the middle of the circle and then everybody takes a turn playing the drum and the game is just very simple. I did find with kindergarten they're not used to like moving in and out of a circle so I would have them just come to me and I had the drum in front of me for that grade and then with the other students there they've practiced with me the year before so they know we stand in a circle and then we're going to be going into the circle and doing things and coming back out. It's just such a simple game to play. Johnny plays the drum beat drum beat drum beat. Johnny plays the drum beat all day long. And then we count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And the next student comes up and we sing their name. So at the beginning of the school year, if I don't know everyone's names, a lot of students have changed, what I do is I use the class list and I just go down the list and I'll just call out, okay, Maria. So then Maria gets one, two, three, four, eight beats to get to the drum and they play. And if the students don't want to go to the middle and play the drum, that's okay. We all just pat our knees and sing the name. 
The important part is to have some kind of name game at the beginning of the school year to help you and your students get to know each other. All right, back to school activity number three. Here we're going to just weave in a little bit of music learning. Yes, even on our first day, um, you might have some kind of fun activity that you found. I use uh, this Kodai sight singing activity that I made and you can use any music activity and just make sure it's something that's easy that they could do on the very first day. So it might be like the Bluebird song. And just have your nice little chart up there where they're just getting some review, bringing back those memories of what is solfege and what's pitch and melody and what are those lines and the things going up and down. Just bring it back. The goal is just to bring the music learning back into their brains and just make it quick and short. And then if it is a game song, which works really well, you could play the game for the rest of the class and that works really good. All right, back to school activity number four. The purpose of this activity is again to help the students learn to follow you, be listening, paying attention without necessarily telling them that you're doing it through a game, through an activity. So what I like to do is use movement cards that are just real simple. Stand up, sit down, clap your hands, stomp your feet, and then we do them at different tempos. Uh, clap your hands, stomp your feet. So they're doing the actions to the music and it works really well in the younger grades to help them know that in this class, I'm gonna be moving my body. I'm probably gonna be watching something on the screen. The teacher's gonna be talking and helping me. When I do this with the younger grade in particular, I don't use music, I just use a hand drum. That way I can take it really slow. One, two, three, four, stand up. And just wait. Sit down. And I have the pictures on the board going. Stand up. And then we might do clap your hands. Stomp your feet. Shake your hips, feel the beat. Back to school tip number five. My back to school tip number five, it could be a little complicated. You're gonna have to give it some thought of what's important to you. If you're a new teacher, I say keep it really simple and just focus on the most important things your first year. Don't try and implement too many new things, then you'll get overwhelmed and you're doing a lot of repeating during the day and turning kids through. So it's important to help yourself stay calm and it's better to be, you know, sure of what you're doing than to be the crazy lady not knowing what you're doing all day long and and that doesn't work it doesn't help anybody it doesn't help you it doesn't help the kids so you want to think about your procedures and some questions to ask would be how do I want my students to come in where do I want them to be when they come in do I want them to stand do I want them to sit do I want them to talk do I want them to be quiet um, so those are some things to answer and honestly through the years of teaching I've done a lot of different things because the students were different at different times and also times change. I taught over 20 years so when I first started I did things a certain way and then I've adapted and changed things also to the schedule with break without a break you know all those kind of things
things are going to determine what your procedures are. But I did have very clear procedures, even though I had different ideas. One idea was uh, they would come in, they had to be quiet, stand on their spot. We sang the hello song as soon as possible. Like the second the last kid entered the room, I started the hello song. We did the hello song, we did their names, and when I sing their name, they, everybody echoes back to me, and that takes two or three, even four class times for everybody to get used to that. Then they sit down after I sang their name. That is a really great way to learn names. It helped me. I would have all 1,000 names of the kids I taught at my school learned. And I also traveled. And it just was a magical way to do it. The kids like it um, because I knew their names. And it just really helped with relationships when you're dealing with that many students. So I had them come in quietly, stand on their dot, sing the song, sit down, hands in their lap, quiet. That teaches them a lot of things, just doing that every time they come in. Then they know when I say, we're going to sit and be quiet while someone performs. We've already practiced how to sit and be quiet because we've done that every class time when we came into the classroom. So those are some things to think about that you're planting these seeds and you're telling them things without really telling them, but you're helping them. You're giving them the tools so they can be their very best selves in your music classroom. Then when we ended class, I had the procedure of we would line up if we were already in a circle. We just followed the circle and at the beginning of the year, I would sing a little song to help the kindergartners like following the leader, 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 following the leader in the line. And we would practice that because in kindergarten, they haven't really, they don't know how to walk in a line. And so we would practice that in our classroom. As the year went on, it was uh, different. We just line up and in line, hopefully they would be quiet. It, like I said, it depended. I had to change that because when the schedule changed, I had no break. You know, I couldn't manage everybody being totally silent and also greeting the new class that was coming in at the same time. So I had to let some things go. So what was more important to me? More important to me was the new class coming in and singing their names. So I hope that gives you an idea about procedures. Uh, this is back to school procedures. So you'll have different procedures you'll introduce like with instruments or bathroom breaks and all those things as you get into class. But the beginning day, the very first day, what are you going to do on that day? What's most important to you? So number six is singing a song. So what you're going to do is find a favorite song of yours or something that's relevant. If this is something that works for you, you know, if maybe there was a new Disney movie come out and you could pick a song from that and use that in one of your classes or a couple of your classes, I would give you some advice in that you choose or consider just choosing one or two songs that you want to do and have them go across your grade levels. You're only going to use this activity for one or two class times and then it disappears unless you're going to use that song like in a program later. But it's just to get the kids excited and and go, oh, music's so fun. We're singing the song from the Little Mermaid that just came out or from the Peaches song or something like that. So that's all it is. It's just to get the kids excited, pick a song you're comfortable with, have it go hopefully across a couple different grade levels, one for kinder and one and one for two, three and four or three, four and five, something like that and work with that so it's not too complicated but something fun for your students to do. 
All right, back to school tip number seven. This is for the teacher that's been with the kids maybe a couple years and they know what is happening in the music room. So you're not really introducing new procedures or you know trying to learn new names. You already got all that down and the kids are gonna come in and especially like in third, fourth, fifth grade, they're gonna be ready to make music. So this is something you could do is you could just make music the very first day. I do recommend doing the name game and just you know reaffirming and and reconnecting with those relationships do some kind of game with them and then you could just go straight to instruments and have them play a song I do have a free resource you can get it's called I make music yes I do I make music how about you so it's just a simple orf arrangement that you could print out and your students could go to the instruments and play that on the first day it'd be pretty easy especially if they're totally into playing instruments then that's the way to go that's a great back-to-school activity okay back to school Tip number eight. This is one for your, probably for your K through two grades, and it's just using a movement activity on the first day. I found that the kids have too many procedures and too many do this this way and follow me when I do this, and when I do this, stand up, and when I do this, sit down. They're, you can see the look on their faces, they just go, glazed eyes and it also depends the time of day you have them so if you have kindergartner at 10 and 10 a.m. It's really different than the kindergartner you get at 2 p.m. or 2.30 p.m. the end of the day. So this is just an idea to help you with managing what's best for your students and that is just to use a freeze dance. And uh, you know I Sing Play Create has tons of freeze dances. We have back to school freeze dances. You may have your own resources but just do some procedures. I think doing a hello song and some kind of name game or something where you at least sing all their names or clap all their names. Something to acknowledge who they are and then if you want to go into a movement activity break out the freeze dance for them and just do that for five to seven minutes then you can get them quieted down and you could do some of your other procedures like what do we do to get a drink what do we do to go to the bathroom you know what is my name you have to teach them your name there's all kinds of things you have to teach them at the back to school so a freeze dance works good as a good break in between some of those more tedious things that need to be taught during the first couple weeks of music class. Tip number nine for back to school success is playing a game. And this works really well with fourth and fifth grade and I use it for them. They like playing games and they like talking interaction. And so uh, it's just I spy, it's I spy what's in the music room. And it's to play a simple game with them. Again, have your entrance, how you want them to come in, the hello procedure, get to know their names, have some kind of name game. And then another game would just be great with this age group to use. You can play I spy what's in the music room maybe you've changed all the furniture maybe there's a new student that doesn't know what's in your classroom uh, maybe you're planning on doing a play an instrument activity the very next time and so you want to have them show you where so instead of saying and over here I put the ORF instruments and remember to be careful just play the game I spy something and you can come up with the descriptions on your own or it is a free resource in the same play create resource library and you can go get that and use it I spot and it's uh, instrument based uh, what's in the classroom and then you could add in like where is your bathroom pass or where you know where is light switch just things you want them to know 
and just do it as a game. All right, back to school tip number 10. We are going to need to teach them the things like where the bathroom is and what are the rules in the music room and all your expectations. I actually don't do this on the very first day because I feel like well, this is with the younger grades. They're just really overwhelmed. I really want on the first day my primary goal is for them to see me, to see me smiling, not crying, <laughs> but smiling. My ultimate goal for my kiddos, especially those younger ones on the very first day, is to see me smiling, feel welcoming in the classroom and want to be music and come to music and have a really good time and have fun. So that's why I like to do singing, playing games, singing, make the procedures part of the singing and the playing the games. Teach your rules and things on the second time instead of the first time. That's just my tip. It's something to think about. And you know, it depends on your schedule and your school and all that. I was at the same school for many years, so it worked for me because most of the kids would know the rules when they came in the room. But if you're a new teacher, you know, maybe it's important to you to go through the rules and get it over with. That's great. I'm just giving you some ideas so that you have something to think about and you'll be able to figure out what will be your best way to go through that first day of back to school and have success. It's really hard to be an elementary music teacher with all the different grades, so many different students. There's so much to learn, so much to do, so much to make happen. And I'm really hoping that this video has given you some ideas on how to structure that first class time. And I would love to hear about your successes or if you need help. And I do wish you the very best success on your back to school. Thanks for watching this video. I hope you subscribe. Let's keep kids moving and learning with music. Music